Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alvern Ballard. Hello and welcome to this episode. My name is Alvern, and today we'll be looking at seven incredible secrets to successful launch management. Now, Lisa needs some liquid cash injections in her business, but it's not going to be possible without launch management. You see, Lisa left her corporate job about five years ago with the dream of running her own business. For the first three years, Lisa managed things as a solopreneur by wearing many hats. She handled the bookkeeping, the billing, the client onboarding, marketing, everything else, basically. By year four, Lisa hired her first virtual assistant to do general admin work, which saved her loads of time. Lisa knows that she will need help for her upcoming course launch to avoid burnout. Let me know if you too are aware of these. The secret to scaling your business is offering group programs. Running a services business has its limits. Launching comfortably is a team effort. Scaling to six and seven figures requires multiple launches. If only there was a way to launch as seamlessly as possible with less stress. In this episode, you learn closely guarded secrets to launching successfully multiple times a year. You'll also find how to stay in your zone of genius, even with a six or seven figure launch. Right. So before we dive into launch, the launch secrets that I'm going to share with you, let's spend some time looking at a few key statistics when it comes to launching. According to G2 and the Harvard Business School, over 30,000 new consumer products are launched each year, but the failure rate is around 95, 95%. Now you might be thinking, well, you're not offering a consumer product, but it just gives you a sort of an overall view of what really happens when it comes to launching. Nine out of 10 customers believe that brand innovation should impact society. 56% of people surveyed said that their friends and family are the sources of a new product awareness. So whether you're uh, offering a course or maybe a group program or all of that, normally think about it. How do you come to find out about it? Maybe friends, family, maybe your peers in the industry. If it is you're not following that particular person, you'll never find out about it except through a friend of a friend or um, maybe you're a part of a business group or support group or whatever it is. And that's how people find out about it. The most hilarious statistic of all is the biggest problem faced by most launchers is the lack of preparedness. You might not find that funny, but you have no idea. As, as me being a launch manager, I've seen it over and over again. They think that they're ready, but they, they really aren't. There's no planning or anything involved. It takes on average about 28 weeks for a new product to or service to achieve 75% of reach distribution. What does that mean? Well, you have to keep, um, I suppose, building the awareness and talking about your products and whatever in order for it to reach 75% of whoever your target audience is. According to Sasworthy, when it comes to early adoption, the percentage of people buying at launch is around 21%. Now, bear that in mind, 21%. Another 63 will finally buy when the product has been on the market for some time. So yes, there are those unicorns that would take off. Uh, it probably, you know, when it just launched because they are really, really good marketing. But on average, let's just look at the average. 
63% of the people who are potential, who are potentially your audience, your potential audience, wouldn't buy your product until you've been in the market for some time. Did you know that on average, brands spend around 15 million to launch a new product? Now, I'm not saying that you need, to have, you need to have 15 million. Bear with me as I tell you what your average budget, budget should be around, what it look, should look like. Around 65% of men are early adopters of newly launched product. And 59% of women tend to wait until a product has been in a market for some time before making a purchase. Now, that's really surprising. I always thought it was the other way around, but apparently men are the ones who are much quicker at buying new products compared to women. All right. So now that you have a, a sort of general idea of what most brands are experiencing and what the launch statistics are, generally speaking, let's look at what you should be included in your standard launch product projects. Number one, you've got the clarified ICE or clarified um, ideal client avatar, a budget. You need to have a budget in order to launch, a team. You need to have a, some sort of a plan, a central repository, all the tech, not all the tech, but the tech that you need, a hype event and community. I know I said seven, <laughs> but the reality is that if you want your launch to be successful, you need to a pre-built community too, or some sort of people or group that would, you know, are ready to buy from you straight away. And in case you're wondering, I'm probably thinking like, well, my audience are women. Well, remember, even if 59% of women tend to wait until the product is in the market for some time, there's still another 40% of women who will still be, who are the early adopters who would actually buy you or even 20% would actually buy from you straight away. So don't worry that if your audience is only women. All right. So let's look at each of these items one by one. The clarified ICE or clarified ideal client avatar. I'm so sorry. I'm getting my, my tongue twisted. For the show notes, head over to success and scramble.com forward slash EP228. So you can actually get the sort of, I suppose, structured version to these seven secrets or eight secrets um, because you need it. Um, you can obviously write them down as I go through, but head over to the show notes to get, you know, the step-by-step -step, um, list of items that you would need. So as a launch manager, I'm constantly surprised by this one thing. Many small business owners continue to run their business year after year without mapping out their ICA. In other words, they have a vague idea of who their client, ideal client avatar is, but not an in-depth knowledge. For example, here's a list of questions that you need to be able to answer regarding your ICA. So of course, you've got an age range, your gender, where they live, the country and city, you know, or cities. Um, do they live in a house or an apartment, the neighborhood, what it looks like, you know, what they tend to live in. Do they tend to live in the suburbs or in the country? Or do they tend to prefer to living in a house or in an apartment? Depending on what you offer. So if they if whatever you're offering is good for apartments, then you might as well target people who like living in apartments, not people who live in, in houses. Uh, what their daily, monthly, annual challenges look like, you know, outline their biggest needs. What are they looking for? How can you help them? The kind of problems that they're trying to solve personally and financially, their deepest desires and dreams for them and their family. In terms of their biggest fears, what are they? I'm not talking about a fear of spiders or fear of, you know, whatever it is. I'm talking about like biggest fears. What if I, I die tonight and I don't wake up tomorrow and how would my family be looked after? What are their biggest their biggest fears? I think that keeps them awake at night. Do you get their short-term and long-term goals? Any idea of their good and bad habits? What gets them excited? The stuff that annoys them. You know, maybe they, they hate politics or they hate right-wing and left-wing or maybe they hate um, 
people who waste stuff. You know, what really drives them crazy? Bananas. Their pet peeves. Uh, what are their passion projects? Maybe they, they although they work full-time as a CEO, maybe they, they actually absolutely love building boats in their spare time, you know, those toy boats. What are their passion projects? Where do they spend the most of the time online? Because if it is your advertising or trying to get att- their attention and they spend all of their time on Instagram and you're advertising on Facebook, m- it might sound like the same thing, but actually it's not. List the kind of items they spend money on. You know, when they get paid, where do they spend their money? What type of podcast do they listen to? Which software or apps do they use? Bear in mind that this list that I've given you is not exhaustive. Again, head over to the show notes, successandscramble.com forward slash EP228. You get access to this list and it's not exhaustive. I've, and when, I do, when I work with my clients developing an ICA, it's way more extensive than this. But this is at least gives you um, food for thought to help you get on that road of you know mapping out your ICA. So it's not exhaustive, but it highlights some quick questions that you have not yet considered. If you've purchased my program, my social media bundle called 90 Days in 90 Minutes, you already have some of the key secrets to mapping out your ICA. So, you know, you're already on your road, on the way. Again, I've left a link in the show notes to the 90 Day to 90 Minutes bundle. So feel free to grab that there. So budget. One of the most popular questions I get <laughs> when I'm speaking with clients when it comes to launching is what sort of budget do I require? As I mentioned previously, in terms of the statistics, most brands on average spend about 15 million to launch one new product. But most small business owners don't have 15 million to set aside for launching. However, it really depends on the size of your team as well as the size of your email list. You can get entry level an entry-level VA to assist you with launching for the very first time. After your fourth launch, things start getting serious, so you'll need a dedicated launch manager, someone like me. So here's a breakdown, a budget breakdown. Again, head over to the show notes, successunscramble.com forward slash EP228. And I've left a, I suppose, modest uh, launch budget there for you to have a look at it. It includes copywriting, graphic design, your admin VA, tech VA, the platforms that you need to invest in, your launch manager, Facebook ads manager, and then the Facebook ads expenditure itself. You're roughly looking at around 6500 a month for those list of things. Well, actually, for for the admin VA, tech VA, platforms, launch manager, Facebook ads manager, Facebook ads is about 6500 a month. And then for the copywriting and graphic design, depending on what, how much copy you need and graphic design, you're looking at a one-off price of 12000 So the 6500 is a monthly price for the three months. And then the one-off price, the copy and the and the graphic design. Normally you spend that once a year, possibly, because you'll probably revamp your whole copywriting and graphic design, or even once every two or three years, depending on you know how much like if you in order to get the copywriting and the graphics right, you need to make sure your ICA is right. So that's the thing a lot of people miss. Is they think that you just put beautiful um, graphics and um, nice copy on a page and people will convert. But if, you, if you're not speaking to the language that the ICA understands, then you, it wouldn't convert anyway. Okay, so many small business owners choose to write the copy for themselves in an effort to reduce launch costs. In some cases, you can get away with graphics created by an admin VA rather than spending money on, on your premium graphics. So you can probably hire a second VA for 700 bucks a month. Um, the copy and the graphics may not be the way you want it to be. 
but it's something to work with in the meantime until you can do better. If you cannot afford to launch, I'm sorry, if you can't afford Facebook ads, you can always launch organically as well. And number three, we've got the team. So one of the best places to start before, you know, finalizing your launch budget is deciding on the resources needed. So it's not possible for you to launch successfully without help from anyone. So it's not good, you know, I don't know if you've ever tried launching yourself, but launching on your own is impossible, basically. Spend some time making a list of the things that you can do. Then make a, a second list of the things that you need to outsource. The average launch period takes between eight and 12 weeks. Uh, here, here's a list of the items that you need to launch when you're launching. You need a landing page, at least one landing page, a sales page, email list, your emails, graphics, social media posts, Facebook ads, if you're planning to do that, copy for all of the different content, the offer, so your package and your pricing. So what does that offer look like? So you have the product that you're offering, and then you've got the, the actual offer. What is it that you're offering when you launched? The actual package, what's included in the package, the bonuses, what price, any payment plans, etc. Um, obviously the course and the product and then the tech help. Some business owners use um, the following people to help them launch, a product manager, a project manager, marketing team, operations manager, client success manager, customer service person, ad admin VA. If this is your first launch and you are a solopreneur, you may not need all of these team members. Of course, if you are launching a software as a service solution, say for example, like Salesforce or HubSpot, all of those are what we call software as a service because it has a, it's a subscription base model and people pay for the software on a monthly basis. If you're running, if you're launching that as an offer or as your product or service, then you probably need to allocate all of these people. You need a product manager, someone who manages their products and, and all of that sort of fun stuff. Again, head over to the show notes, success on scramble.com forward slash EP228 and you'll get access to all of this information I'm just saying here. And number four, we've got planning. Um, as you as you know, I said previously, 95% of product launches fail due to a lack of preparation. Therefore, planning your launch is super important. Again, on average, it takes between eight and 12 weeks to run a launch sprint. So spend some time mapping out what you're going to get, what you're going to do to get the results you need. The items that you need to create a launch, um, I mentioned some above but this um, previously, but here are some that you, you I probably didn't mention. So obviously it's your landing pages, your sales pages, emails, so the actual email sequences, uh, social media posts, your shopping cart checkout page, live videos, recorded videos, your course of product, the actual content, um, the setup of the tech, the Facebook ads, creative copy. You can see a sort of a trend here. Um, and in order to get all of those things ready for when you are ready to launch, you're going to have to plan them. So I've noticed that many clients struggle with content. That's the biggest thing most clients struggle with, the actual content. So the emails, the landing pages, the sales pages, the social media posts, the videos, the course itself, that's a big struggle. So if you're facing this challenge, remember that you're not alone. It is absolutely normal. There are many other digital businesses facing the same issues. It's important to remember that you can reuse the content that brings you results. So just get started. Like, I mean, I've left my details to access to my calendar. So you can book some time in my calendar if you are feeling overwhelmed to talk things through with someone. Of course, I can't offer you a free service, um, but I can spend 15 minutes with you just to give, help you get really clear on what you need to do next. And if you want to 
um, hire me to help you out with your launch, no problem. Again, I left the link in the show notes so you can book some time in my calendar. Okay, next is a central repository. Pen and paper are cheap and reliable. It's important to remember one thing do. Having a single source of truth will go a long way to giving your team visibility. And a team could be just one other person, actually probably two other persons, because you need a minimum of two people to help you launch. Imagine for a moment that your email copy is stored in a notebook somewhere. So you wrote it out, say for example, you decided to do a copy for yourself and you wrote it out in a notebook somewhere. Uh, or even in a Google Doc. I mean, it could be just a Google Doc, but it's somewhere. When it's time to upload these emails into a service provider, email service provider, it com- becomes awkward because you, only one person has access to it and it will, it will need to be converted into a digital format. So if it's in a notebook, you have to write it out. If it's in a Google Doc, you have to share that link and many other links because trust me, launching, you have so much content. Another example is a list of tasks to be completed. So for example, you might decide, okay, I'm going to use pen and paper. I'm going to write out all the things I need to do to get this launch off the ground. And it's on a piece of paper somewhere. Um, well, if it's written on pieces of paper at someone's home office, then the team will not have access or visibility to it. Instead of using pen and paper, I advise you to use a project management tool or not even Google Docs. Forget Google Docs for now. Google Docs could be good for actually writing the copy but those links to the Google Docs should be transferred into a project management tool. Here are a, f- a few that I've used myself in the past, bar one. I've never used Monday, but ClickUp, Asana, Trello, Teamwork, Airtable, Todoist, and Monday are the seven project management tools I've got listed. This list, again, is not exhaustive. There are still many, many more that you can use. Um, the, the key thing you need to know is find the one that you absolutely enjoy using. I've created a few resources that compare the features and uh, you know and benefits of all of those different, not all of them, but many of them. I've left link in show notes that compares ClickUp with Asana, with Cello, ClickUp and Asana, Todoist versus things. I've got I've left links in the show notes. So you can actually go and look at those comparisons. So to get your head around, if you've never used a project management tool before, head over to the show notes, successandscramble.com forward slash EP228. Next up is number six, all the tech. As you can imagine, your launch can be as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. It's also important to realize that your potential clients will formulate an opinion about you. This opinion is formulated based on their interaction with your brand, including all of the tech. There isn't one solution that's right for everyone. You'll need to get a feel for the tech and how well it works for your brand. Let me give you a breakdown of the tech that you might need. Landing page builders, for example, because landing pages, if you're building them, you need something to build them on or build them with. I have uh, created a resource called Landing Page Examples. You can head over to the show notes and and take a look at that. Webinar platforms. I did a series of webinars. I've left a link in the show notes. Email service providers. Again, I've left a link in the show notes where I've compared those. Appointment booking um, solutions. So maybe um, when you're launching, you have people book appointments where it's a they have to apply and book an appointment, but they have a chat with you and then, you know, you close the sale that way. I've compared Calendly and Acuity. I've left a link in the show notes. Course platforms. Oh my goodness, there's so many of them out there. Um, for example, I've done a, a um, comparison between Kajabi and Katra and I've done a, another one between Thinkific and Teachable. Again, I've left a link in the show notes to those. Social media schedulers, because obviously you need to, um, I suppose, Schedule your social media posts and you there are so many again, 
tons and tons of them out there. I've done lots of reviews of social media schedulers that you can use. And you're probably thinking at this point, oh my, I hope that, <laughs> you know, this is so much. And you're probably feeling overwhelmed. But again, I've left a link in, you know, links all of these in the show notes that you can take your time and go through it, spend a week or two getting your head around it so you can, you know, test them out, find the ones that you like. Um, there is no need, obviously, to spend a lot of time reading up on all the different platforms and all of the other things. Just hire a tech VE who has experience with launching or experience with tech, and they will tell you straight away which ones are good, which ones aren't good, which ones are expensive, which ones are cheaper. You know, that's what I've done for my clients as well. And number seven, we've got a hype event. Many entrepreneurs and small business owners are not aware that they need a hype event or sales event for launching. Essentially, a sales event does two things. Firstly, it gives potential clients or customers a sample of your teaching style. Think of it as a sampling of your course. I learned this the hard way. A few years ago, I spent money on a program without first sampling the course creator. It was a total failure for me because I couldn't just follow this teaching style. I mean, they had good quality content, but it did nothing for me because I just it, it just doesn't resonate with me. The program did not you know, didn't give me any results. It's still there. I can still log in and use it, but it didn't do anything for me. The second thing that a hype event does, it is it drives awareness to your potential audience who were not aware of your brand previously. Remember what I told you earlier about um, people learning about a new product or service or product or course or whatever from friends and family. When you drive awareness, you know, through um, you know, making announcements of it, going on social media, showing up live, all of that, then people get to know that it's there and then they tell their friends and family, especially if they friends and family know that you are looking for a solution like that. When it comes to the to the format of the event itself, it no, is normally delivered in, in the following ways. A workshop, a masterclass, a five-day challenge. Sometimes they have a seven-day challenge as well. A webinar, a series of videos, summit, and a conference, which is an more that's normally an in-person event. As you can hear, the options are endless when it comes to getting your audience ready for your sales pitch. It doesn't have to be a sleazy sales affair, but it's important to remember that you need to deliver value to your attendees. Community. The one thing you need to have in order to make sales is a list of potential buyers. Creating an audience of motivated buyers is hard work. In most cases, it takes time to grow your audience organically. The best ways to grow your community is by using social media marketing, for example, like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, blogging, uh, which is content marketing, guest blogging, so you, which means you write blogs on other people's um, blog, yeah, writing posts on other people's blogs, future in publications, so getting your your business or brand featured for something that you did, you know, it could be, it could be as PR as well, but there is something called help a reporter out that you can use to um, get, get your brand featured. It, it can take between six months and five years to grow your community of potential buyers. I know that's a really long time. The, there are obviously faster, faster ways to grow your list, your email list or your community through list swapping, collaborative summit. So you and a few people get together and you present, you know, a overall topic and then you present your bit. Influencer marketing, paid ads, and PR. 
it's all about getting the balance right between time and money. If you don't have the money, then you'll need to spend time building your community. If you have the money or some sort of budget available, then you can do it faster through paid ads and paid collaborations. As you can hear, there's a lot that goes into launching your course or program three to four times a year. There just seems to be so many layers involved in the launch process. This is why it's important to consider hiring team members to help you. For example, my clients don't like dealing with all the tech, so they bring me on board to assist. Project launch management is not for the faint-hearted, and it can leave you feeling overwhelmed. I also offer launch management services to my clients. I assist them with project management and the tech. If you are just launching a blog, then I have a resource that goes through what you need to do to launch your blog. I've left a link in the show notes. Head over to successandscramble.com forward slash EP228. Are you confused about what you might need for your lunch? If that's, 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 if that's, are you confused? Don't worry. You can just book some time in my calendar for a 15 minute chat and I can go through, you know, listen to where you are and tell you what you should be doing next. So I've left a link in the show notes to my calendar as well. So over to you. Have you ever launched an offer before? What was your experience like? This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way, you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.